I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. These are condenser mics. Oh, I knew it. Yeah. I did know it. Yeah, they're running on phantom power and everything. Phantom power. spooktacular here yeah. getting ready for halloween in may is it still may it's still may it's gonna no 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 may. no please please don't it's gonna still be may later in this episode we're gonna talk about how john mayer yes, is using three pedal boards on, on his, his solo tour, tour. But before that, let's talk about this ad. Hey, why don't you say who you are? Oh, hey, I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. This is 60 Cycle Home, the guitar body selling money, fixing, breaking, playing, reviewing, smashing. Trading. Other, yeah. Trading. All yep. shilling. Anything, anything you could do with a guitar podcast. Shilling podcast. Shilling podcast. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, if, if the you know, in the Bible, it says that we should avoid all appearances of evil. How do churches get away with using condenser mics if they're powered by phantoms and like phantoms are just people? Are who... phantoms automatically evil? I don't I... think so. I think that's a nasty stereotype and I am not going to, uh, I'm not going to support it, Steve. All I right. won't allow it on this program. This first ad was sent by Michael Krauss. We're Here's... finally doing the show. Here we go. Uh, Carvin bolt-on guitars, $450. This price is for both guitars. We'll consider selling one. First one or both sell. We'll include the case. I bought these seven years ago as kits. Don't recall names of pickups, but they haven't more than five hours combined playing time. No BS. I prefer wider Gibson neck. Need room and don't play them. Nothing wrong with them. Carving out of business now, but are very good quality. Well, he's he's not wrong. Like the carving pickups are are pretty great they have they have so many pull pieces are, are they great i've always had a good impression of them this is do you the, have a counter opinion steve this is the looks like the j16 m32 combo i have no idea <laughs> are you are you pulling that is out it of, j was it j12 i don't know i don't remember the model numbers but uh we've got two kit guitars here from carvin with their with their carbon pickups in there for four hundred and fifty bucks. That's two twenty five each, Steve. Yeah. I feel like this is a steal. I'm a little thrown off because in this one picture of the back of the guitar, um, the neck plate looks really small. But otherwise, yeah, this seems like the only thing is these are kits. Now they're kits that are designed to be built. Just like these were already well, carbon kits. Carbon had sold kits. And it was like a big part of their business there. Like I remember like getting like their catalogs or whatever. And there was this whole section of kits and, you know, finished bodies and you just put them together. Right. Right. And that's what these probably are. Well, that's what they're the carbon bolt model. I like what they are. I kind of like the six in line on a strat. I hate to say it. You mean the three by three or yeah. Sorry. Because the six in line is like, 
That's that is the, the normal. normal. So why even bring it up? And you can look at you. You can see my screen. You can see what I'm looking at. I see what you're looking at, Steve. No, I, I you know, I like a three by three on a strat. Yeah. I mean, I've got the the silver sky back there, which is a three by three on a strat. As long as the strings have a, have a nice straight breaking angle across the nut, and it's like it's fine with me, you know. But the the uh, the the guitar the the clam shacks that that uh, that Mel brought over those are three mm. by threes and they're you know is it a, it's kind of a straty shape but is it a strat? Ah, it's a strat. Oh, the, those yeah, <laughs> the clam shack. I don't know. I think for two fifty each. I mean two twenty five each. Both guitars for four fifty. I mean you could do so much worse. Yeah. You can, yeah. for buying kit guitars like this one, the three by three is also one of the bird's eye maple fretboards, which is hot. I always was under the impression that their kits were just like, oh, here's parts from the factory floor, and we just didn't put them together. No, no I think that's exactly because like, why would uh, what they are? Why would it be anything else? Yeah. So these were probably these the bodies and necks were probably made here in San Diego. <laughs> the the <laughs> up in Carmel Mountain. The humbucker is called the M22. I think that's what these are. Maybe it's the C22. Well, that's because it has um, 22 pole pieces. Yeah, so is the other one? The other ones would be 12s. Is that like the S S11? I don't I wonder, know. I wonder what the I official... can't find any carbon single coil pickups on Reverb, except for that's like... That's because they're so good that people keep them they're, forever. They're blade ones. You guys notice how Steve hides behind his microphone? Do I? Look at you. You're like this all the time. I feel like if I'm not behind it, that I'm not talking into it. No, it picks you up great. All right. Yeah. It's pointed right at your mouth right now. Yeah. No. You don't You don't have to be on it like this. We're not on like in a radio show or something like that. <laughs> Gross. Um, no one comes to this channel for audio quality, Steve. <laughs> oh, the one, the one uh, is a hardtail. Yeah. Did not realize that. Maybe I should pay attention to the show. The other one's got a Wilkinson on it. Yeah. Which and that's it's got a an... pretty common at that time. That's what all the carbons had. They were using yeah. a lot of Wilkinson hardware. I mean, everyone still uses a lot of Wilkinson hardware. It's, you know, it's, it's rock solid hardware. Yeah. It's not always. I'm just pointing out that my it's, taste, it's but... like original. It's yeah. not. Uh, now, I don't. I don't think there's anything else to say I about think that these. Was like, a premium considered, especially back then, it was a premium bridge because the saddles are so easily adjustable. Now this guy, he says that he's got five hours playtime on these pickups total. Yeah, across both guitars. Low mileage. Mileage. Low so mileage. low mileage is that good for pickups? Though, isn't it? Wouldn't it be better to have them broken in like a speaker? Ooh, you know, I don't like know. maybe that's why he's selling them for so low is because the, these pickups have not been broken in. Sufficiently, you need to get one of those uh, little one of the little speaker guys, Bluetooth speaker things that they sell. It's like three hundred bucks that uh, are um, like you can send pitches through them. Right, right. DJ Mike Adams has one of those. DJ Mike Adams. DJ Mike Adams. DJ Pusheen. Okay. Does he have? Does he use it? I don't. I don't know if he actually owns one, but he made a video. He did some stuff with Fretboard Journal. Oh, okay. Where he's playing around with one of those. Ah, gotcha. Man, gotcha. it's warm in here. Is it hot? It's Is it little, getting hot in it's here? A, it's so hot. It's so fresh. You didn't take off all your clothes? No, just the jacket. It's so hot. It's so fresh. That's a song that only you and I will dun, dun, understand the reference to. Dun, 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 dun. There was a local band. Dun, dun. Does this come with the? That had some dun, great songs. Does this come with the cases too? Because those are like a solid. Those are great you know, looking Seventy-five dollar case. 
I think this whole thing's a great deal, whether it comes with cases or not. Yeah. I mean, if it comes with cases, go buy this, keep the cases, and flip the guitars. No, <laughs> you this don't want is, the guitars. I, this, I mean, basically, this guy They're is... They're not bases. Or this person... Guitarily. <laughs> Sorry. This person is marking the price down because they are kits. I don't I don't know sure. how I mean that's that's a given. Kit. Let's see if I can find a kit. You can't you can't you can't expect too much for kits. Like that's the trade-off. You you pay you buy a kit and you're never gonna get you know full retail out of it. Even if the parts were made in the carbon factory in uh Carmel Mountain, San Diego. California. California. Nine two one two seven. West coast of the United States of is America. That, is that nine two one two seven? North America. Planet Earth. I the Soul System. These carving kits don't exist anymore. Milky Way Galaxy. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. Either about do these. I. Go buy it. Someone oh, buy this. I played the Bolts. They're good guitars. Yeah. Man. All right. Wow, that was really quick. That's like the fastest opener we've done in a while. Well, it was efficient because it was like there's. It's easy when it's like this is good. Go get it. Yeah. You know. There's no reason anyone shouldn't buy those if they like that style I of guitar. I feel like we're getting into the shilling way too fast. Are you ready to shill already? It's time to shill. We gotta, it's we gotta stick time. to the order. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna help gotta us, pay those bills, gotta shill. <laughs> if you wanna uh, throw us a solid, uh, you can head on over to Patreon, uh, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the production of this program and all everything else on this channel, really. Yeah. Uh, like these folks did at the $10 level, Victor Montano, and also at the $10 level, Joey. Oh, so thank you, Joey. Thanks, Victor and Joey. I saw the, um, the email about Joey come in earlier. I was yeah. like, oh, $10 level. I saw a thing. I saw a thing. Um I was looking at another guy's channel and it made me think maybe we don't promote the Patreon enough because he has like 190k subs and like 1300 patrons. And we have like 150. So he's doing something that we're, we're doing something wrong. And it's also a music channel, like more synthesizer, but Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, All synthesizer, right. Synthesizer, yeah. guys. All right. Uh um, you know, maybe if we had if I was good enough to give lessons and there was like a secret lesson plan thing going on in the Patreon. If there was a secret lesson chord, like a lesson, if there was Ryan a, a secret chord that Ryan played, please the Patreons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, could, what could we do to bring value to the Patreon that would make sense? That would that would inspire you guys to want to support us monetarily. Don't put that out there. I'm just open. Like make suggestions. You never know. A lot of them are going to be wild. One of them might resonate with I us. Think, like, yeah, we could do I that. I think once, um, so we don't have it now, and it's kind of dumb, um, but I think once the, uh, once I start editing the Adventure Club clips, um, I'm going to post them to a Patreon feed. Okay. Uh, podcast feed. What are what do you Is mean that editing interesting? Them? What are you going to do? I'm just going to cut out the Adventurers Club clips off of all the episodes we've done Adventure Club. So there's just to show who won. Little 10 minute all right. things. And it'll go there. It'll be like a short. It'll be a best of. A best of. For 2023. We should, we should put that on like a, a CD ROM or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
maybe. Uh, yeah, make it a thumb drive. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll mail around thumb drives. Maybe put it on a uh, VHS tape. Put it on a Supermax beta. Right, right. And you get it on Laserdisc. Yeah. You guys uh, want a best of 2023 on Laserdisc? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, this episode, You got to flip it over this, in the middle. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I lost my, I didn't, where's my note? I don't know. It fell out of my book, I guess. Oh, well. Steve is having a rough day. This episode is brought to you by Pickup Music. Uh, they do lessons. I've completed two grades of Caged. Wow. I'm moving on to the third grade. What happened in second grade? Uh, Second grade was like putting, like combining triads. Wow. Moving up the fretboard. Uh, This will tie in later. The the piece that I learned for the end of the end of the grade video, uh, your your thesis of sorts was called Gravitation uh, because it's Mayor. Jonathan uh, Mayer. Have you heard that he's using three pedal I have heard on that. his solo tour? I saw that. Right. I saw that somewhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm through that, and now I'll start grade three. And like I've said before, it's basically taking me. Uh, grade two was a little longer. It was actually eight lessons, um, but a couple of them were pretty short. And it's, it's taken me like about two weeks per grade because of my schedule. Mm. Uh, but I don't feel pressured to like go. Fa- I can go as fast or as slow as I want. Again, uh, it's 15 bucks a month, and you can check it out for two weeks for free. So you've been checking it out the last week. Yeah, I, uh, I I hunkered down for a couple hours, like maybe three or four hours, and I did the vast majority of grade one of uh, Neo Soul. Neo Soul. And I actually did learn some things. Like the first couple lessons in grade one were like, okay, all right, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, oh. Okay, I've I've never played those chord shapes before, mm. and then I started to take a peek into grade two, and I was like, oh, oh, this gets this gets a little spicier than I was expecting. But I did I did learn something in grade one. I haven't done the video part yet oh, okay. to, to send in a video to uh to see how they critique me. But I I learned a little uh, chord progression here with some chords. Three out of four of these chords I had never played these shapes before in my life. <laughs> pretty it's mm-hmm. fun to play i actually worked it into a demo that i filmed oh, today cool. it's probably already published it is already published the uh the effects bakery demo so i i threw that in there i'm learning things from a sponsor it's incredible i was actually pretty impressed with the course yeah uh it started off really nice and easy i was like okay yeah i've got this i'm gonna work my way through all the grades who's today the, who's the instructor on that one? Ooh, i don't remember people's names uh, uh sorry I know it's somebody but there's no there's, obviously there's somebody, there's two people they go back and forth oh okay yeah a lady and a guy ah. the lady has this uh kind of it's it's a stratty thing with a with, uh, with abalone inlays and the guy has an ibanez artcore sort of jazz box thing oh this is how i remember people cool. by, by their gear great information <laughs> Ryan. oh i had a fun i i forgot about this yeah god we're this is uh, we could just do a entire we we're gonna eventually have an episode that's just one hour-long sponsor spot uh i jumped on one of their live streams Oh, did you? Uh, so they they hosted like a live stream, and actually, people you can like jump on camera with them, uh, 
and like you raise your hand and jump on camera so you can say a thing instead of typing it in the chat. I had my kid with me, so I was mostly listening and not really doing, it was designed to be like a live lesson um, with uh, Molly Miller, who's uh, Dr. Dr. Molly, Molly Miller, Miller is mm. doing the caged course. So it was mostly caged uh, live stream. And somebody asked her like, hey, what was that purple guitar that you were playing the other day? And I saw it. I saw like a quick side shot of it. And I was like, oh, uh, it was an Equitz guitar. It was oh, really? One of the purple Deveras. Nice. And uh, our friend of the show, Deveras. Kevin Equitz. So, uh, that was like a fun little thing to be like, oh, I know that. I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying. It. I'm I'm going to go spend some more time uh, next time I have uh, free time in my life. I'm going to go spend some more time. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll wrap up that first grade of the Neo Soul mm-hmm. after taking a peek at second grade. I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I love Neo Soul enough to to get this smart about it. Are you going to jump to a different course? I might. Tu- I might be a little bit of a tourist and jump around a little bit. Do grade one of blues. Get, I get up to grade one on blues. Get a, the grade a first grade uh, uh, blues comprehension going. Yeah, that's on. like uh, you know. People always say that it, that they like the channel because I don't like play blues licks. That's about <laughs> to change, baby. You're it's gonna, gonna get all blues. You're gonna be like, here. Uh, it's gonna be all blues, but it's it's first grade blues, so it's like. <laughs> I tripped on a rock. <laughs> All right. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by String Joy, Craft in Nashville, Tennessee. Did what? I, I don't know. Did I do the call to action? Go check out Pickup Music. We've actually had a few people uh, here and there say that they've checked it out. Use the code below or the link below. Um, I think it's really good. I, it's I've, great. You, it, two free weeks. If you don't like it, then quit. If you love it, then stay I'll on with going. it and yeah. keep going. Get all get all the way up to grade twelve and then graduate with your I GED. Think there's only six per per pathway. You can't get a GED. I'm sorry. All right. This episode is <laughs> also brought to you by String Joy, crafted in Nashville, Tennessee, played on stages worldwide. I've been using them. I you've been using them. I well, I yeah, I've been Good, using right. them. Good. But I just noticed a, a guitar that I had put the coateds on. Mm-hmm. Actually, here's the debate I had in my head: is I couldn't remember if I had put the coateds or the non-coateds on there. It's like these strings are holding up great, and I've been looking around like. I think all the string joy strings that I have on guitars have been holding up great. Well, how about that? And I'm not totally sure which ones have the coded and which ones don't, which says something. What does that say? I don't know, but I've been really enjoying them. I like the uh, the 11 to 52 set. Steve is holding up the lighter set, I think. The Do you 942. have this set in between them? Uh, the coded are, are the, the, the 10 and a halfs, oh, I ten, think. 10 and a halfs. I like the 10 and a halfs. I like the 10 and a halfs. I was thinking about how, because uh, I'm playing my Strat a lot during uh, the the pickup music lesson, so I, sh- I probably should restring it. Do you want to take some no, nines was, with you? I don't want to put nines on Do you the want strat. to take an 11 with you? I don't want to put 11. All right. Let's, oh, let's, let's get we'll some more strings. Else. We'll get some uh, new strings in here. So maybe I'll just hold off for a minute. Um, but anyway, these are great strings. Yeah. I, li- I like They're playing strings. them on the guitars that you have them on. They're so. strings. What do you expect them to be other than strings? They're strings. Yeah. You put them on your guitar, you go bring, and they make a sound. You like them or you don't. There's some brands of strings that I hate. I just can't stand them. Like GFS Boomers, I hate the way they feel. I'll never expect. I'll never accept a sponsorship from GFS Boomers. It's just the you reality. GHS. GHS. What about GHS? GCF. What about GHS Rockets? <laughs> what you know, any combination <laughs> of letters before Boomers strings? I'm not going to buy them. I've already lived that lesson. I'm fine with Ernie Balls. 
<laughs> I know I like Diodarios. You know, I used to live and die by Dean Markley Blue Steels. Yeah, but I also that like weird, that was a weird choice. The, the choice of Dick Dale. That's why I went to him first, and then I really liked them. They always felt a little heavier to me. Uh, but I, I like the string joys as well. And you can get custom sets. They're strings, and they're made in Nashville. You can get custom sets. You can buy them at Sweetwater if, if you want, or you can use our link down below and save. What is it? Uh, is it ten percent? Ten percent with code H U M. Steve was expecting me to say hum. No, I wasn't. All right, <laughs> let's hit the next app. All right. Oh, that was a long shilling session, Steve. I'm tired from shilling. Uh, let's see. Yeah. This is an abalone like, something. Is it called shilling because you get paid a shilling? I don't know. That's I a great, that's, this is a great point. I bet, I bet that's where that comes from, huh? Uh, this we is, got paid more than a shilling because the shilling doesn't even exist as currency anymore. From who's this from? Craig Brinker. Uh, beautifully unique and awesomely modified 339 style maple guitar abalone inlaid. I've had this guitar for over 12 years longer uh, from a guy in Scotland. For over 12 years or longer from a guy in Scotland. The name on the label is Westfield. It's truly a work of art. All maple abalone inlaid top, truly eye catcher, cream binding, maple neck, rosewood fretboard, abalone inlaid. Now for the best part, this guitar went through complete technical overhaul. Uh, Seymour Duncan, JB Jasset, Jimmy Page, wiring harness from the from the USA. 4X, push-pull knobs, mini tonal options, three-way switch, bone nut, complete setup ready. Wow. This, this has, sounds like this guitar is probably worth a lot of money. How much Steve? do they want for it? $2,400. What? Are you serious? <laughs> I know. It's a great deal, isn't it? Oh, this is in um, this is in uh, dollar dues. Yeah, yeah. So what is that in uh, in uh, freedom dollars? Like thirty bucks, I think. Twenty four hundred dollar dues is thirty U.S. freedom dollars. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's the way it works. I'm betting it's like seventeen hundred freedom it's bucks. Sixteen hundred. Wow, I was so close. I, I okay. So so caveat. I have heard that not only caveat are so salty. <laughs> this is abalone not caveat <laughs> uh i have heard that um which is also weird that this guy says he bought it from a guy in scotland but now it's in australia i know that um, it's, it's hard to get a lot of guitars down under yeah so that's what i was going to say is i i have also heard that so this actually looks pretty well put together well the abalone work it looks really clean like it doesn't like I, I almost I, I did a little googling to figure out like is this is this a condition that they would come in is was this a model and I couldn't find anything maybe you'll find something Steve because it does look close enough to a factory finish but I mean I don't know a lot about that brand but searching around for it it they look like the budget of the budget you know it looks like. You know, you're like like Lion by Washburn sort of. They, they don't style even make stuff. so Westfield Guitars doesn't even make electric guitars anymore. Well, yeah, because they got so good at it that they progressed to doing other stuff. They you know? are they graduated originally a Scotland brand made in uh, starting in 1989. It sounds like they dropped, they s disappeared, and now they're back. They've got to be an OEM brand though, like because. The, the impression I was getting looking at them is that they are like $250 guitars. Oh, the current 
So not this version of Westfield, but the current Westfield brand is owned by Rotosound. Interesting. Another string manufacturer. Notable players of Westfield guitars include Danny Jones of McFly and Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz plays Westfields? Apparently. That's news to me, and I know nothing about Jason Mraz. (laughs) You know what they say. You learn something new about Jason Mraz every day. That is what they say. Yeah. I just want to know how much this thing is. Oh, there's, oh, there we go. The E7000. Do you think this is re- this is actually custom abalone work? I can't imagine doing custom abalone work on this. Oh, the Wayback Machine did not. Uh-oh. I give up. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, remember when there was a big abalone trend, though? All the Duesenbergs had solid abalone. Yeah. I thought that was just mother. Was it mother? I thought it was abalone toilet seat. Maybe it was. I don't know. It's that tone show. Uh, let's see. Know? Two Seymour Duncan pickups. That's about one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I could see this being worth sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Do we know what any Westfields are worth? No, we don't. Of course not. Of course, we'll we'll never know. What's That's on reverb? Unknowable knowledge. Westfield. That's what I thought you were searching for. No, I was looking on Google. West Westfield Les Paul custom 1990s uh, is there's one on reverb for $222, but there's also a Westfield archtop tribute. It's a ES 175 style. Oh, this is a, oh, this is Westville. Oh, look what I just found on eBay. What'd you find on eBay, Ryan? This guitar for 850 Australian. Plus 280 shipping. This exact one. This exact one. What? So they've already gone down in price. Jeez. Yeah. I'm seeing a Westfield electric guitar for kids for $87. That's for kids. I'm seeing a S-style Westfield for $199. Comes with an amp, a bag, and a music stand. Seeing a Strat for $156. I can't think of a single company that makes a Strat that comes with an amp that also makes a $1,600 guitar. I'm looking at a bass guitar, $93, $65 shipping oh, wow. estimate from the UK. Now, this is not a brand that commands $2,400. And this person's already figured it out because they've relisted it on eBay for $850. Yeah. yeah. It, they're, they're charging for the abalone work, and that's it. You oh, know, yeah. which I, looking at it, it looks very clean. I believe that whether it was custom or if this was a one off from the manufacturer, that it probably wasn't cheap. I listened to a podcast last night about abalone. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. What? Apparently, <laughs> apparently it's like native. Like an, an abalone podcast. Yeah. An, a podcast all about abalone. It was one episode. It was a, food, a one-off. It's a food podcast and they were okay. talking about abalone. Did you know my dad used to used to hunt abalone? I did not know that. He used to dive for it. Do, doing diving. Did you know that apparently in the state of California, Native Americans who use abalone as a sustenance protein are classified as recreational hunters. I didn't know that, but that tracks. It makes sense. Yeah. Even even though it's a sustenance food. So it's like not really recreational. mm, So that's a, that's drama. That's a whole problem. Drama. 
Mm. But the the whole abalone, like the history of abalone is really fascinating. And there's a lot of drama in there. There is because uh, from what I understand, abalone used to be incredibly prolific yeah. in Southern California. And then there was a, a shift in the, uh, in the currents uh, that changed where the baby abalones oh. land. They did not talk about that. And so there's, uh, there became a, abalones became a lot rarer around oh, here because it used to be like when, when my dad was, you know, diving for them in the seventies, Yeah, like there would just be piles of abalone shells on the beach because people would just go out there and, and, and Dang. just pick them, pick them off and, and go in and, and grill them on the fire on the beach and stuff like That's that. Cool. And it was just like, is, you know, just th- this abundance of food out there in the water uh, and then everything changed, you know, mm. it's almost like uh, the global conditions changed weird for you no, know, th- unusual this, reasons. This was more talking about how like uh, uh, Chinese and Japanese people came to California in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. And they were like, oh, abalone, this is great. We love this stuff. But like white people didn't want to eat any of it. And then Chinese people were getting rich off of being abalone farmers mm. and harvesters and whatever. And this government couldn't like do anything about the harvesting of it because it eventually. Now it this was, is an abalone it was, podcast. It was becoming an industry. So instead what they did is just say no more Chinese people out in the United States. Well, yeah, that's what we tend so. to do. So, yeah. <laughs> it's tragic. <laughs> Damn it. That's awful. <laughs> This <laughs> uh, one one of the guys they interviewed uh was like yeah i was an abalone diver and then they sent my family to the concentration camps so. cool 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 yeah good job cool. america cool yeah did you know that we had concentration camps with a drive by them yeah probably once every other year something like that going camping anyway this guitar cool stuff not worth $1600 cool it's 800 US the one that you saw i guess it would AU. Been, uh so that would put it at oh that was AU yeah the, so that would put it like 600 it. US or something like that uh a little like 550 yeah somewhere around there knowing that all the other guitars from this brand are landing in that really low price point mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect this thing to play any better than like your average somewhere in between a Grote and an Epiphone. Sure. If I absolutely had to, to have this abalone look, which I absolutely do not, I actually don't like abalone on guitars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it in my belly and I like to see the shells on my shelf. That's it. Uh, I feel like a fair price starting would be like 300 because it's just for the finish. Like he wants money for the finish, but like people, yeah, you buy a finish, but you buy the guitar first, you know, like if, if a guitar has got a crazy finish, that's cool. But if you don't want the guitar that the finish is on, then what good is it? Maybe this is a, maybe this is a custom inlay. Cause I'm not finding any other ones. No, I, it's, it was either like a one-off from the manufacturer for like a trade show or something, mm. or it's exactly what the guy said. And he had someone do a custom inlay yeah. on it or someone, the previous owner had a custom inlay done on it, which is fine. Whatever. Customize your stuff. Just don't expect to, to make your money back when you sell it. You know, it's, it's too much to ask. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone should pay $2,400 for this or whatever he was originally asking. He probably priced it because he saw Dusenberg and he's like, I've got that guitar. Well, it was 12 years ago. Was Dusenberg a thing 12 years ago? 
No, I'm saying he, he put that price when he oh. listed it. Gosh, I hope he didn't pay $2,400 for this thing. 12 years ago. 12 years ago in Scotland. Can you imagine? Like like paying $2,400 and then finding out you bought a $200 guitar? Ryan, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah, I got a question for you. Steve, I'm ready to answer your question What's with new? my whole heart. What's new? What is new, Steve? Hmm. You know, I don't have an answer for that, so I am going to counter-ask you. Mm-hmm. What's new? Um, I bought a Mood Mark One. <laughs> is this a sponsorship spot? Not yet. <laughs> uh, I've been buying a lot of pedals, one of which I can't talk about because it's not actually released yet. Uh, I bought a couple other pedals. I bought a here and there, so... Some used Steve pedals, has been buying, buying, buying. Super rich Steve out I there. I wonder if I'm having like some kind of post Nam crisis kind of a thing. Post Nam, pre Gearfest. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing with all of it that makes it extra dumb. I don't have a pedal board. Like I don't have any. Pe- oh, that's a thing. Maybe you should ask John Mayer if you could borrow one of his pedal boards. Maybe Did you know that he's thing- got three pedal boards that he's using here- on his solo tour. Here's the thing I do need. I, I need to buy. I need to. I need to procure. Maybe the folks at home can help me out. Uh, I want a surge. I need a surge protector. All right. Some kind of like surge thing. And I know that there are ones out there uh, that like companies like Furman, I think Planet Waves, Diderio might make one as well that are really good at like for audio usage. Like they're very quiet. Do you have noise issues? Um, I just don't even want to like, you don't want to risk it. If I'm going to buy one of these things, I don't want to go to target and pay like 15 bucks for one that may or may not get the job done. I can use, I'll, I'll use one of those on my computer. Cause I don't care about noise there, but in the house, like right. for this purpose, especially since I'm probably going to be plugging at some point, three pedal boards into it. Like John just Mayer. Like, just like John just Mayer. Just like John Mayer on a solo uh, tour. So I, I just want to hear like if folks have had noise issues at home, have you ever purchased like a certain some kind of power strip or something that I'm has using some noise filter? The the Furmans, I've got one on the floor there, and I've got one up on the ceiling up there, running the amps and yeah. and the yeah. lights around here. And I I never run into noise issues. With the, we had one of those Furmans at church years ago, and that was the only way I could get my pedal board to run quiet mm. at church. And the church had really bad power. You know, I have a so weird issue. That's, that's why I know like some of these. Uh, these uh, power strips will help reduce noise. I have a weird issue with the power at my church. I think they have less power there, which is, it shouldn't be that way, right? It should be standardized. I mean, unless you're putting like a real heavy draw. Yeah. Maybe they're drawing too much current because of all the stage lights and stuff. That's the only thing I can think of. Cause like all the pedals that work excellent here at home, I'll go plug in and like, you know, like, heavy digital pedals, yeah. like my UA pedals and stuff like that. Sometimes they'll just start freaking out on me at church and it never happens here. Maybe it's a curse. It's a curse. It's, it's a not curse. a church building. It's a middle school. That's true. So the church is working on getting a different building. At this does moment, this, so. does this happen with all power or just phantom power? It's not phantom power. <laughs> I'm not running phantom power to my pedal board, Steve. Do we want to open mail or do we want to save that for next week? Let's crack it open. Let's, crack this Let's open. make that the what's new right now. This is from Mom's Timeout Corner. I have no idea what that is going to be. Like it's pink. It feels like like I had scissors over here, but now I don't know where they are. It it feels like oh, my hand. nothing I recognize. Like just holding it. 
What do we got here? It's a note. Stephen Ryan, my husband, Spaghetti Butler, is oh. a fan of the show, and we thought you'd send you some of my handmade beard balms. Cool. We hope you enjoy Allison and Ryan beard balms. I don't know if Allison knows this, but Steve and I both have beards. It's a big secret that we've been keeping from everyone. I've never actually balmed Here's my beard before. You. I don't know that I've balmed my beard either. I usually use an oil. I never put anything in my beard other than shampoo. Oh, this is like a very neutral. It's why does this remind me of Christmas? How do you use it? I'm afraid I'm going to use too much. I think you just take a little. I scraped it with my thumb. You can use that too. It's just like a hair, like you would use like a hair wax, I think. What is it supposed to do? It's just going to make your beard beard be beardy. My beard is going to be beardier this than ingredient ever sets, This ingredient set is like how you know. Oh, this is great. This is all good stuff. So yeah, so this is kind of like a, uh, it's a beard wax, but it's kind of, Got similar properties to like a beard oil. If you, you've no, you don't use beard oil either, right? I don't use anything on my beard. Sweet tobacco beard balm, momstimeoutcorner.com. Is that what that smell is? Sweet tobacco? Oh, yours is different because this one, let me smell yours. Well, let me smell oh, yours, Steve. That is a very different smell. This one's much more subtle. Oh yeah, what is that? That's like like a laundry day. This one is. I'm not a, trading with you. Uh, I like mine. Cedar and citrus beard balm. Cedar and citrus. I like this smell. Maybe this is gonna be my new thing. Ingredients: grass-fed beef, tallow, beeswax, jojoba oil, bergamot, essential oil, cedar wood essential oil, vanilla essential oil, and vitamin E. The real the real test is gonna be what my wife thinks. Let's see if I can what get it. What does her. my wife think? Remember when we were going to make that a bit? We did it one time. Yeah. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. Everyone go check it out. If you want to smell one of these things and you're going to buy them, momstimeoutcorner.com. I'm texting Lauren to come in and smell this. That <laughs> is not awkward at all. <laughs> Uh, what do we want to do now, Steve? Hold on. I'm taking a picture of this so I can put a link in the... Uh... If you guys want to send us stuff, the address has been up here. Uh, I wear an extra large. you still wear extra large, Steve? Uh, I can take an extra large or a double extra large. If you want to send shirts, if you run a company, uh, or if you want to send stickers or pics, last week we sent we did like a pick exchange with people and sent them pics. I've got a pile of pics here. Uh, I should probably get some more stickers made and pics. You probably should. We've been saying I should do that for years, and someday I'm going to do it. You should upload all of the resources to the Google Drive so I can take over ordering stickers. Lauren has entered into the podcast room. This is a beard oil that someone sent us, a beard balm. Do you like the smell? She likes it. She Mikey, she likes it. Well, Do you think you'd like smelling that on my beard? She's going to smell it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to walk through some other weird bad smells to get in here. <laughs> I was worried that it was that leaking out, whatever it was. Were you worried that we, like, pooped in here or something? Like, what are you talking about? She says she's... It's a weird, like, chemical smell. A weird chemical smell. I was worried as I came down, so I was like, what if he made the chemical smell? This is, this is exciting podcasting. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, honey. Sorry. <laughs> I 
Well, that proves it. Yeah, she likes it. It's a win. All right. Uh, you got anything else for what's new? I don't think so. All right. This episode is brought to you by Bigger Petals. Oh, everyone's getting their wackas. I've been seeing these in the wild. Yeah. If you got one and you didn't post about it on social media and tag us, I'm a little bit sad. Really? I want, I want you to post about them. I want to know that everyone got them. So I want to know that everyone got them, but if you don't want to post what you got on social media, you that's don't okay. Have to. You don't have to, but I like seeing them. Uh, crack open the back to see how we signed them. Steve signed his name with a dollar sign. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I should have signed the posters that way, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to get still in. Can. I haven't shipped them yet. On the, uh, oh, Ryan. I know. Dude, I'm bad. I'm a bad boy. Uh, if you want to get in on the ground floor of weird stuff like this or cool deals, uh, head on over. You know, Go to, uh, that's the next ad. Go to biggerpedals.com and sign up for their mailing list. Uh, our other sponsor this week are these guys, Chase, Chase Plus Audio. Audio. Makers of the Mood Mark II. I've got serial numbered 600, guys. Nice. There's 600 of these out in the wild. Actually, more of those. I got a, I bought the Mood Mark One. I've got serial number like 14,000. Wow. Something. Now we have, now we could, if you brought it over, we could do a video. Quadraphonic. Because there's two mono moods and then a stereo mood. So we could run oh, two moods into the Mood Mark II. Which is stereo, which would be four moods running into two amplifiers. That's a lot of moods. Mm. Remember at Guitar House when we ran like all the, eight all habits? The habits? Yeah. That was a lot of habits. Um, it made a big noise. Chase Bliss is another brand that does promotions through email. Yeah. Got to so get in the, there directly connected. People who were, you know, were paying attention because a lot of them were sold on Reverb. Gotta get yourself, gotta get yourself, gotta get yourself connected. Saw the uh, Chase Bliss Mood Mark 1s go on sale for 30% off uh, on Reverb or whatever because they Mm -hmm. saw the price drop, but I saw it because I'm on the email list. Get in there. It's a great way to find out about the sales. Also, one of the pedals that I bought, the one in the What's New, go to chasebliss.com, get on their mailing list. But the other thing I was going to say is one of the other pedals I bought that's not a Chase Bliss pedal that I can't talk about because it's still embargoed, even though lots of people are talking about them. Uh, the embargo is in place for newsletter subscribers to this brand. They're the only ones technically who are supposed to know about this pedal existing. And they're not, it's not Chase Bliss. It's another company. It's a different company. All right. All right. Uh, Steve is keeping secrets. It's a company that. That's that's all I'm going to say. All right, that's all he's going to say. The other thing I'll say, this might be a hint, is uh, it's it's a company that we know. We know the owner of this company personally. All right. When I bought mine, he said he sent me a little sticky note that was a very brief personal message. Mm. I appreciated it. Brief. A lot of hints there, guys. Someone that we know. Who does Ryan and Steve know? Someone, someone pedal industry in the pedal industry, and we know that we have shared a roof with. Okay, all right, that that actually narrows it down a lot. Not that much. Uh, maybe not for you, but it does for me. Mm, yeah, I guess it narrows it down a little bit, but I don't think people know who we've shared roofs with. Uh, they do if they've listened to every episode of this podcast. I guess that's true. Ryan. Yes. Steve. Did you know John Mayer's <sighs> using three pedal boards? 
I did know that John Mayer is using three pedal boards. In fact, John Mayer is using three pedal boards on his current tour. Oh, what's that? Uh, is it featuring a top spec multi effects and newly launched reverb? That's true, Steve. A, a handful, handful of new pedals have made the cut alongside some of John Mayer's tried and trusted units, which have been arranged into three relatively streamlined boards. Not only does John Mayer use some of the finest electric guitars and guitar amps that money can buy, he's also something of an effects pedal connoisseur having previously been spotted using a range of well-stocked pedal boards it also seems to be the case that like many of us who suffer from some form of gas mayor is never content with his board instead embarking on a seemingly endless quest to explore new tones through fresh stomp box choices with that in mind, Mayer recently set out on his first solo arena tour of North, North America, America. And, and it, it turns, turns out he's brought all three all <laughs> new pedal boards to accompany him on the road. Naturally, a lot, a lot of, of the Bob Rocks stars tried and trusted pedals returned to the starting lineup, though it seems like Mayer has taken the opportunity to branch out from his previous rigs, introducing a few new eye-catching units in his signal chain. The pedal boards are spread out across the stage, according to Mayer's set list, which includes piano, standing guitar, and seated acoustic sections. The first two boards contain the bulk of the action and be found sitting next to each other in the center of the stage where Mayer does most of his silver sky noodling. Here, the first intriguing appointment can be found. As noted by YouTuber Justin Jesse, a right-handed pedal board is filled with Mayer's acoustic guitar pedals, one of which is the next-generation Eventide H90. The H90 came out last year to usher in the company's newest era of multi-effects units, and it makes for an eyebrow-raising addition to Mayer's new pedal board. Why? Well, the PR signature artist has never been a huge floor-based multi-effects user in the past. One certainly wasn't on his 2022 Dead and Company board, so the H90 is a pretty big deal. Joining the H90 is another Newfoundland unit, the Boss RT500, which has seemingly swapped out its preferred TC Electronics Ditto X2 looper pedal. However, as Jeske notes, Mayer addressed the audience of his first tour show by saying he doesn't have plans to loop on stage, but is supposedly open to breaking this rule. Despite this hesitancy, looping is clearly just too irresistible for Mayer, who has in fact included the RC500 all three of his pedal boards. The first board, though, is completed with the Boss TU3 tuner, Strymon's Midnight Edition Night Sky Experimental Reverb, a Providence Chrono Delay DL4, and either a TC Electronic Infinite or Flashback. The electric board makes for more familiar viewing though retains the RC500 alongside some of Mayer's favorites. These include two Ibanez TS-10 tube screamers, which sandwich a blacked-out Klon Centaur, and Mayer's go-to TC Electronic Polytune 3, as well as a Keeley Tonic Compressor pedal. Way Huge Aquapus, another Chrono Delay DL4, and a final Strymon Flint. Those familiar with Mayer's electric guitar tones won't be shocked by any of these choices, aside maybe the position of the Klon between the two TS-10 Yes, but with, with one of today's tightest lead tones, we see no reason for Mayer to change things up. A final acoustic pedal board can be found, and though it shares 
some striking similarities to the first board, there is one major difference here. Mayer has treated his rig to the all-new Strymon Cloudburst Ambient Reverb. The pedal itself was released only a few weeks ago and marked the effects specialist's most affordable and compact reverb to date. The fact that it's already made out into Mayer's live rig probably says all you need to know about the performance of the pedal. And at $279, it's a far cry cheaper than Strymon's $480 Big Sky pedal. As such, thanks to this tour, we imagine those looking to harness Mayer's reverbs will now be giving serious thought to the board-friendly reverb. It's business as usual for the rest of the rig, with the final pedal board containing another RC500, Eventide H9, Boss 92, Strymon Midnight Edition Night Sky. Despite the choice selections, it's not the first time Mayer's equipment has caught guitarist attention in the early stage of his tour. Just last week, he was spotted playing an ultra-rare double-neck Martin guitar built by Tim Teal, which was first seen over a decade ago at NAMM 2010. On the guitar front, Mayer also reunited with his Fender Monterey Jimmy Hendrix Custom Shop Stratocaster at the Love Rocks Benefit concert earlier this month for his first blues trio performance in six years. Oh my God, is that it? <laughs> Award-winning piece of guitar journalism right there. And I'm glad we could document it here for the podcast. I mean, there are, that wraps up that topic. We don't All right, this, really need to do any more of that. This ad was sent by Andrew. I, okay, I, I got a request. Okay. If, okay. You're, if you made it this far. Um, <laughs> did you make it this far? Good, good job. You did I it. started listening to John Mayer today. I own his first, I finished. I'm not going to do it anymore. I, I own his... Uh, his first major label release. I don't own anything else. I want to know what people's favorite John Mayer song is. Post it in the comments. Don't post it in the live chat if you're in the premiere because I might not read it. Post it in the comments. Because hmm. um, I want to know because one thing I found, I just, John Mayer's one of these guys where like, I know, you know, he's a, uh, he said some very controversial things. Hmm. He's, Kind of a, you know, love, there's a love-hate relationship with John Mayer. Mm-hmm. And one thing I found consistently in listening through his music is I don't like his production. Mm-hmm. It's not like the music is, like, good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's that I feel like there's a production quality that's, mm-hmm. like, too shiny. I'm not sure I can think of any John Mayer songs off the top of my head. That's okay. Yeah. I'm sure we have John Mayer fans in our audience and I want to know what their favorite songs are. I know like the radio hits. I know gravity and daughters and your body is in wonderland. Oh, that's one. That's the one I know. Yeah. Your body is in wonderland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, clarity, uh, new light. I know all those, the radio ones, but I feel like there's gotta be something, uh, you know, what, like, what's the song that like from his solo work? Cause I also know like some of his like, blues trio work is pretty hot but i feel like his personal like guitar work i'm always like i don't know I'm, i feel like i'm always tell steve, I don't know, maybe. Tell steve just what tell, to, just tell me just what tell you him. like just tell, tell steve what, what tell steve what to do yeah. tell him what to do i'm not saying people should or shouldn't like john mayer i'm just trying to expose myself to john mayer and uh <laughs> maybe someday john mayer will expose himself to you yeah. steve he seems like that kind of guy Maybe. Um, I mean, a, a boy can dream. Anyway, this last <laughs> ad uh, was sent by Andrew uh, Adkins. Andrew Adkins. He sent us a bunch of ads. I would, and I, this is the one I chose. There is nothing more funk, heart, an aquarium guitar. Yes. 
Handcrafted design with the Telecaster structure, it hides a surprise inside. An authentic fishbowl aquarium with plants, decoration, and fish. Everything is artificial. Well, then it's not authentic. Is it authentic? Authentically artificial. This guitar aquarium, uh, they miss opportunity to call this a guitarium. Guitarium? Uh, well, wouldn't that be an aquarium full of guitars? Or maybe a good aquarium? Aquarium? Uses a special oil that does not need maintenance. It does, however, have a cap where the oil can be replaced. That's what I, okay, that's what I want to know. Mm. Inside the aquarium, you can find various colorful floating plastic fish, plants, algae, and even a record player, all with submerged blue LED lighting. Features, American Ash Body, Vintage, some other stuff, Rose Anchor, Skunk Band, Fixation of the Mast by Screws. What? Does that just mean bolt on neck? Yeah, I think so. Um, a bunch of other information, some pickups I've never heard of, some other stuff. Let's look at this guitar. How much do they want for it? Um, about three grand. Twenty-eight thirty-nine, one hundred and thirty-six shipping. They want three grand for it. That's. I mean, I get that this thing is a handmade one-off and has some very unique features. I'm not getting $3,000 worth of work looking at this thing. Like I know it, it probably took $3,000 worth of time making it, but that's like, that's like go get myself a cower money, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's how you measure, you know, what you can buy with $3,000. Like go get yourself a cower. What do you That's, think about the fact that all of these things inside of here? Oh, okay. Here's a, okay. First of all, I'm going to talk about that. Everything in here is floating. Yeah. These pictures are trash. Yeah. They're pretty bad. Uh, I, well, no, these pictures are, are trash. And the reason I say that is like, I appreciate the attention to detail. Oh, here's a picture with the, you know, the lights on. Sure. There's like multiple, like, the front without lights, the front with lights. Okay, I get it. Why is there not a single picture of the back? They mentioned like, I know. They mentioned like, oh, there's a special cap in place. Where? And you never see we the cap. We never see the cap. I want to see the cap. I was hoping to see the back. And you can see from the, the line of pictures from the, the listing that there's no back picture. Yeah. I it's, didn't I didn't exclude it. It just wasn't there because it's it was actually a little confusing because one of the pictures in here is like mid-production. So it doesn't have the final coat finish on it. It doesn't have the the faux uh, like sailor binding. I don't know what else to call that. Right, right. It's that um, like the chain. Um, no, it's like it's not. It's not. It's because usually it's not binding, but it's like a it's stylized as a binding. Right, but it's it's like a metallic chain where yeah. I think they intended to use like a, the gold rope. You know. Right. I can't imagine that any of that is comfortable. Like this is not going to be a comfortable player. Uh, I get the concept, but a lot of the work is pretty, pretty rough. Like, I'm not saying I could do better because I definitely couldn't, but this isn't $3,000 clean, you know? Like, I, I've, we've seen concepts like this, you know, hollow guitars with a liquid inside and, yeah. you know, things floating around and stuff. And, like, you, you can do clean work with that concept. And the headstock is not saying $3,000. I mean, look at the tape line for the paint just past the nut there. Like, this is not $3,000 work. Like, here's here's a thing I don't understand, right? We're talking about this. Like, the concept is the concept. It's, it, it, the concept has been delivered. Here's a, yeah. fi a 
fish tank guitar full of plastic fish and, and all sorts of little trinkets and stuff like that. But I'm looking at the actual quality of the work and I'm just not seeing the price tag. Mark per Mark per guitars. Is that a, and I don't want to, I don't want to dog on someone's all right. that they made, but it, you know, the price, the it's the price that I'm scoffing at. Cause I think it's, I think it's fun. It's whimsical. No, it's, it's a fun idea. I want to know. I would want to know more before purchasing it. It says, uh, you, you want know, to know where that cap is. That's I want to know where that cap is. It, well, because it also says it, I got an oil that doesn't need maintenance, but it can be replaced. So what's the circumstance where you would want to replace it? If you want a different color oil. And then if it's a special oh, oil. Oh, it's for, it's, for, uh, it's for extended mileage car, guitars. If it's a special know, oil. It goes over 100,000 hours on those pickups. You need the, the extended range um, What What kind of oil is it? It just says, oh, it's a special oil. Probably mineral. Mineral oil. <laughs> Coconut oil. You'll, you'll know when all the, the paint starts like melting off those plastic fish. <laughs> like I, it's, it's, it's a, that's like the kind of detail that seems goofy to like, Oh, what oil is it? But I actually can't think of that many like baby oil. Like I'm trying to think of clear oils and mineral oil, baby oil. And after that, I'm out of oil. Avocado oil. Is avocado oil clear? Maybe I've never used it. I've it comes in a green bottle. Coconut oil is clear, but then it turns solid. So that's this not is it. not coconut oil. Maybe it's like linseed oil. Is linseed oil clear? I, I don't know that many oils. I don't know that. Yeah, folks, tell me what oil it is. List your favorite oils. List your favorite clear oil. All right, Ryan, we got an adventurers club to pick. Yeah, we do. Uh, man. Also, I, I want to note it. I just want to note mm -hmm. some guitars. Only have one bottle opener on them. Oh yeah, this headstock has three. I think that's a new record. Three bottle openers on one headstock. I mean, maybe that's that's it. That's the price of admission right there. Three grand because you one thousand dollars per bottle. Opener. Exactly, Steve. Exactly. So we've got the two carbons. We've got the abalone thing. And we've got aquarium. the aquarium. Oh man, that's. I feel like I'm going to have a tough time. You know what? You know who it is? It's John Mayer because he's got three pedal boards. John Congratulations, Mayer. John Mayer. You've got Club. a $25 gift card. All you have to do is write us and, and let us know uh, and show us these pictures of those beautiful three pedal boards that you're no, taking on your side. I, I know what my pick is. Well, okay. Don't say it. I'll, I'll try to make my pick and you, then you oh. tell me if, if you agree. All right. Um, Gross. Uh, man, what am I going to pick? Uh, I think abalone because it's the bigger head scratcher for me. Abalone is the correct answer. Abalone! Abalone has a first name. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to make well, this? I up? made it the title. I know thing. you have. It's just you did. It just occurred to me just now. Um, That's how long. This song for this episode is from Mervyn's. The defunct retailer? The band. Who wow. says, 60 Cycle Chums. Hello like again, it's James from Mervyn's. As an avid listener, I heard the cast is needing some song submissions, and we are here to pony up. We had a Whoa. song on the pod a few months ago and are here to drop another. Our first track, Back on Track, got a good review and comparisons to Fountains of Wayne, which we take as a major compliment. Next on the it docket is, is a big I Don't Mind, off the same debut record, Out of Luck, available on all streaming platforms cool guys use. Hope you dudes like it, and we are looking forward to another great comparison. Greta Van Fleet, Walmart Yodeling Kid, Island Boys, fingers crossed, 
Thanks again for always providing a great show. Big hug, little kiss, James from Mervyn's. Mm. P.S. I think I took the note properly from last time and sent an MP3 version. Hopefully this one works better. So apparently he sent a SoundCloud or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. good stuff i can't place the vocal um the vocal sounds like something to me but i can't place it specifically hmm. but musically this is a dinosaur junior song yeah with that hyper saturated yeah. fuzzed out lead there's, work there all the all that i was waiting for that even like i mean the rhythm work made me think of dinosaur junior out the gate then I was just thinking the whole time, like, is there going to be like that kind of out of phasey, like super, like you said, super saturated lead? And there it was. Or, there right, it when it, right when it happened, I was like, there it is. There it is. Yeah. All right. Thanks for sending it in. Yeah, it was great. I thanks for it. thanks for making it to the end of the show, everyone out there. Yeah. You know you're the real heroes. Everyone else who just kind of watched the first ten minutes and then gave up, or they they fast forwarded to the bit about John Mayer using three pedal boards on his on his solo tour. Uh, they're the posers. You guys are the real ones. <laughs> we made it to the end here. I, I mean that from my heart. 
You're the real ones. Wow. And I respect you and I love you. That kiss is for you. Stay grounded. Bye. <laughs>